When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to On The Clock here on Forward Progress. I'm Rob Pizzola. Today, I'll be continuing our run of AFC teams, and I'm drafting for the New England Patriots. If you're new to this series, I've done four teams so far. You can check them out. They're in a playlist right here on the Forward Progress YouTube channel. But basically, what I'm going to do is put myself in the general manager's shoes. I am a pro sports better. I bet on the NFL for a living. I'm not a pro front office guy for a team or anything like that. But I'm going to try to identify the Patriots' weaknesses going into this year and try to improve them through the draft, which we'll do through Pro Football Focus's mock draft feature. Now, going into the year, we have to look at where the market sees the Patriots, right? I mean, this is a team that is quite a ways away from winning. That's not to say that they can't win the Super Bowl this year. We've seen crazier things happen in the NFL. But if we look at the Super Bowl odds heading into this season, only six teams have worse Super Bowl odds than the New England Patriots right now. That'd be the Bucks, Falcons, Titans, Colts, Texans, and Cardinals. They're 8-1 to one to win their own division. They have a regular season win total of 7.5. They finished last year 8-9. They would have qualified for the playoffs if they beat the Bills in the last game of the year, but they didn't. This is a team that has some good pieces, but is probably not going to win the Super Bowl or necessarily even make the playoffs through the draft this year. So we got to be smart about it. It might be a team where we try to accumulate more picks and fix some areas of weakness. What are those areas of weakness? We'll go through their roster right now. But last year, they had a top five defense in both EPA per play and success rate. They had a 24% pressure rate. That was seventh best in the entire league. 10.8% hurry percentage, first in the NFL by a mile. Defense was not the issue for them. That's not to say we can't address the defense, but overall, the offense was 24th in EPA per play, 25th in success rate. They've tried to shore it up a bit in the offseason. They bring in Juju Smith-Schuster at receiver. They sign Mike Gusecki at tight end. Riley Reef, Calvin Anderson on the offensive line. I don't know how much that moves the needle when you put that all together but they're trying to bolster the offense. If we take a look at the roster right now, this receiving core heading into the year, as it stands right now, Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Juju Smith-Schuster. Not great. No true number one. No one that's really going to scare defenses. New England's picking 14th overall in the first round this year. Possibility. JSN drops there, Quentin Johnson. Those would be targets for sure in the first round for the New England Patriots at wide receiver. Offensive line, this one's interesting. You have Trent Brown, Riley Reef slated to be your tackles. That would be a below average tackle tandem in the league. Cole Strange at guard. A lot of people thought that the Patriots reached for him last year in the draft. I mean, they probably did. He did not have a great rookie season, but they're not going to give up on him having drafted him in the first round last year. So he's kind of penciled in at the guard position. 
across Michael and Wenu on the other side. David Andrews is getting older, still very serviceable at center. No issues there. They really missed him when he was injured for a couple of games last year. But offensive line, a weak spot as well. So already wide receiver, O-line, improvements could be made across the board there. Tight end, I mentioned they bring in Mike Kosicki opposite Hunter Henry. Not going to scare defenses to death, but a couple of decent options overall there. Heck can split time. Here's where we get into the controversial part. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, your two quarterbacks. Now, I don't know what to make of Mac Jones. He's very polarizing. Some Patriots fans really like the guy. They want to give him a chance to succeed, see him start some more. Some people want to see Bailey Zappi get some more reps after he looked good in relief of Mac Jones at points last year. I don't know what to make of either of these guys. I just don't think New England is going to give up on either of them right away, especially Mac Jones. So my philosophy for the Patriots in this draft will be we're not reaching for a quarterback. We're not trading up trying to get the next quarterback for this franchise. He might be on the roster already. Do I think Mac Jones is that guy? No, but the offensive line didn't hold up last year. Didn't really have a great chance to succeed. Didn't have a great receiving core altogether. So there's a lot of areas that we can improve and maybe that improves Mac Jones as well. If a quarterback falls into our laps, sure, we take him. Draft a value quarterback, that works for me. But I'm not going to reach up and say, ah, it's over for Mac Jones. That's my personal preference. Other people might approach that in a different way. In fact, let me know in the comments what you think of Mac Jones, whether or not you think he's a franchise quarterback or not. But this is what makes the Patriots draft extremely challenging for this season. On the defensive side of the ball, pretty solid. Can use some upgrades, I think, on the defensive line. But when this team moves into nickel, they're solid on the outside. Matthew Judon, Josh Uchi on the other side. Jawan Bentley, solid middle linebacker. Christian Barmore's there on the defensive line. Front seven doesn't need a whole lot of improvement. It's not to say that we wouldn't draft a defensive tackle, potentially another edge rusher. You can never have too many edge rushers. But this is the strength of the team. At corner, they re-sign Jonathan Jones. That's great. Now, I see right now we have Jalen Mills listed as a safety. He played a lot of wide corner last year, 384 snaps and he was a disaster. Corner is an issue for the team. I know it didn't really manifest itself last year because the Patriots, like I mentioned earlier, top five in a lot of defensive metrics. That was because their front seven performed very well and harassed other quarterbacks. They have good safety play. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to trash a bunch of corners, but definitely could use an upgrade at corner. So I think very clearly for me, areas I'm going to try to address our offensive line, wide receiver, cornerback. That doesn't mean those are the only positions I'll try to address. Sometimes you get value players that just kind of fall into your lap and you know you do what you do. If a value player falls into your lap and you just take them. I mean, there's an asset regardless. You can trade that player down the road. There's a lot of things that you can do if you just end up with a good player. And in some cases, it's completely fine. I mean, we we could potentially take a defensive end first with the New England Patriots and 
Sure, it's not a position of need, but that just makes them so much harder to go up against overall. So let's get this started. We'll do the NFL draft here. I'm going to select the New England Patriots, 14th overall in the first round. Uh, do it the exact same way that I've done previous ones as well. All seven rounds. Keep the pro football focus, random settings. We'll start on really slow to see the teams picking right off the top. And then we'll go from there. Now, I'm not a huge fan of trading up in general. The bust rate, especially in the first round, is so high in the NFL that it's very rare that teams trade up and get the best of the, the deal. Um, so for the most part, unless there's someone who falls and like we just need to get him because there's such a downgrade to the rest of the positions, I'm not going to be looking to trade up all that much. But let's get this started. Usually it's been Bryce Young going number one, CJ Stroud this time. I think that's the first draft. And then Bryce Young too, interchangeable, makes total sense. And let's see where the rest of the quarterbacks go. Anthony Richardson at four, high upside to the Colts. Seattle goes defender, Jalen Carter. He's been dropping in a lot of mocks recently. Will Levis. So we got four, four quarterbacks off the board in the top seven. We'll sim slow here until the Patriots pick. Would have been really nice to see JSN fall in that spot, but potentially we still have some offensive line options that'll be available to us and Quentin Johnson at receiver as well. All right. So here's where we get to the Patriots. I'm going to set the rest of the draft to fast and I'll talk my way through this. So typically speaking, Patriots have the 14th overall pick right now. A lot of picks in this draft as well. PFF is identifying the areas of need as quarterback, tackle, and edge rusher. I don't agree necessarily with edge rusher. I would replace this with corner. And again, I mentioned the quarterback off the top. Not looking to reach on quarterback. So this might not be a draft where I'm rated all that highly on the end, at the end, because I disagree with the needs of PFF here. Quentin Johnson's ADP is 15. PFF ranks him ninth. So they're pretty high on him overall. If we just scroll through down, down here, we're basically reaching above the ADP for every single player, ADP being average draft position. And I don't really love to do that. So there's two teams offering for a trade right now. Buffalo in the 27th spot, the Colts at 35. If I can fleece Buffalo, divisional rival, on a bunch of these picks, I think that this is the best move for the Patriots organization right now. They're not one player away. It's not like drafting Quentin Johnson right now is just going to turn around the franchise and all of a sudden they're, they're at the level of everyone else in their division because they're not. So I would prefer to get a lot of picks, draft a lot of players, and hope that you find some diamonds in the rough. I think that's in the Patriots' shoes and a lot of the teams that I've drafted for already. I recently did the Steelers and Titans, tried to do the same thing. That's what I'm going for. So I'd be looking for the Bills one and two picks, one, two, and three, and possibly even next year, a second rounder. That would be a pretty large haul to move back 13 spots. So I'm going to offer that trade, see if it goes through, and it does. So we swap first rounders, drop 13 spots, get a second and third this year, an additional second next year, which is honestly a late second because Buffalo's probably going to finish pretty highly, highly this year unless Josh Allen gets hurt. But we'll continue the draft now and we'll go down to twenty our 27th selection. And this is where 
again, I'm pretty happy with the way that things turned out. Now, again, PFF does not identify interior defender as a position of need for the Patriots. Brian Breesey is here from Clemson. Pretty consistent in college. 6'5 player, big dude, ACL injury in 2021, hurts his draft stock a little bit. But tools that match the high-end players at the next level, burst and strength to be an impact player, I do like that. So that's an option. Anton Harrison, a tackle, fits the bill for us here as well. Has tight end-like feet and movement skills. Has seen considerable year-on-year improvement. Lots of snaps. Not a, okay. Not a forklifter in the run game. I don't. I don't. You know, my opinion on the run game in the NFL. Team should throw the ball more. And then we have four trade offers as well. Could go down to thirty here with Philly and recoup some additional draft picks. Now, I'm. I like the idea of taking Breesy here. The issue is if we trade down to Philly, we're very likely or could lose Breesy to the Bengals next, who are in need of an interior defensive lineman. If not, the Saints are in that same boat. I think we're going to go ahead and just take him. It's kind of fell here. He's been drafted 23.9 ADP. PFF is pretty high on him. Let's go ahead. The second team I'm picking for that's tra- drafted Brian Breesey here in the first round, but we're going to go ahead and do it. Interior defender from Clemson. Next pick is 46, middle of the second round. Tanner McKee falls in every draft, and I won't say falls. It's just that PFF is really high on him, but we see a lot of the same names here that we typically see in the middle of the second round. Just scrolling down here to see who else is on the list. That might fit a position of need. And it's not a whole lot. So, options for the Patriots at this point. Edge rusher, sure. Not in love with it, necessarily. PFF would probably really like me to do that. Trades down. Chargers. Recoup. Some more draft picks for next year. Let's try to really fleece the Chargers and see what happens. They don't go for it. Okay. I want to make it worthwhile for us here to drop these eight spots, but there's not really a player on the board that makes sense for us right now. Chargers driving a hard bargain at the moment, and they don't seem to want to be all that interested. Um, We could go Cleveland at 74. Now, this would almost certainly, we'd be looking to take draft picks from them next year. A second rounder. Let's see if this goes through. And it did. So we're giving up our pick here to the Cleveland Browns and dropping. Down to 59, our next pick. But again, just accruing draft capital. Draft capital. So we're at 59. McKee and Dell both fit the billing in terms of PFF likes them a lot. I don't like the their ADP right here. I think it would be a bit of a reach if we're trying to draft them. Now, Matthew Bergeron is a solid option. We definitely need tackle help. 
Matthew Bergeron has been available to in this spot to other teams as well that I've mock drafted for. Terrific at passing off stunts and slacks, quick processor, tons of experience at both tackle positions. I think this is a great fit for the Patriots. Keep looking here to see if there's anyone else that stands out. Julius Brents could be an option at corner. We do need some corner help. But at this moment, I like the idea of going with the tackle. Matthew Bergeron and hoping that corners are available to us later. Matthew Bergeron drafted by the Patriots at 59. So we're going down to round three, pick 74 and 76. McKee's still here. Very much an option. And now we have lots of options that really fit what we want to do. Receiver, corner, quarterback. Going further down. Hendon Hooker still available as well. PFF not so high on Hendon Hooker relative to his average draft position. I'm curious to see why. I personally think, I mean, his age, he's 25. I get it. Shades of Quincy Carter. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. You see the Cowboys behind me. That's uh, a little bit scary as well. <laughs> but overall, could be worth a pick. All right. So here's what we got here. We got three players that we could take. We got three trade options. Steelers at 80. Again, I think getting more draft capital draft capital for next year might be worthwhile. So offering up a couple picks of this year. And seeing what we could get. Just to drop back six spots. Steelers didn't go for it. That round three would really be nice. Two round fours, next couple years, and drop back six spots. There we go. And neither of the players we were looking at gets taken. So we're now at 76, and then we have 80. Based off of how these drafts tend to play out, I'd like to go receiver here. Now let's see, let's filter by these positions. Quarterback, if we don't take McKee, it's Hendon Hooker at some point, which honestly, I don't mind at all. If we go wide receiver and don't take Dell, Michael Wilson, next best available on the board. Don't mind that either. And corner. We don't have a too steep of a drop off. So it's not like we need to go any of these guys right now because there's a massive positional drop off at any point. With that said, I'm less inclined to go quarterback because we still have two young quarterbacks in the system. I'm going to go Nathaniel Dell from Houston. It's a toss-up between Dell and Williams. You might disagree, but I'm going to go with Dell here. And we get to 80. Garrett Williams is still there. I'm auto-picking that right away. This is exactly what I was hoping for. And we get to 91. Hendon Hooker went off the board there. Tanner McKee is still there at 91. I have a feeling Tanner McKee is going to be there a long time. We could go another corner. We could go edge rusher. There's tons of options here. Nick Herbig has fallen quite a bit in this draft relative to other ones that I've done so far. Ah. 
don't mind this. Again, not a not a positional need per se, in my opinion. Hasn't played a ton of man coverage over his career. Has a ton of ways to defeat blocks. I mean, this turns New England into a scary defense if they add another great pass rusher. I'm going to go Herbig here. And we'll drop down to 107. Okay. Now we have a decision to make. Like Tanner McKee now is dropped. He drops in a lot of these drafts. I think it's just the positional need for a quarterback and the teams that do need quarterback are addressing it early. But now we're getting to the point where it looks super valuable. Could he make it to 117? It's a gamble. Parker Washington is out here, wide receiver from Penn State, which I think would be a great pick for the Patriots as well. Can make plays over the middle of the field. Fights through contact to stay on his route. Not the greatest athlete. And didn't feature a ton in Penn State's offense. I'm not super keen on the quarterback route. I'm really not. I'm going to go a little bit off the board, but I think still positional value. I'm going Parker Washington here. I want to give these two young quarterbacks the best chance to succeed. And really figure out what the Patriots have at the QB position. I mean, if he makes, there goes McKee, 113th to the Falcons. So didn't make it, but not a huge deal in my opinion. 117th here. Positional value with Tajay Spears, running back. I'm not a huge fan of running backs. Ivan Pace Jr., same thing. JL Skinner, ADP and and PFF rank both make a whole lot of sense to me. I'm going to I'm getting to the point here now where I'm not so concerned about positional value or like filling our needs. It's more so like let's take the best players available. And we're in round 4. I don't mind punting on a running back in round 4 here who has these types of overall grades in college which are outstanding. So let's go running back down to 126. See who's available to us here. Not a whole lot in terms of positional uh, or like, you know, draft value, so to speak. Could go another edge rusher. I don't hate it. I've talked about this before. You can never have too many edge rushers. Move them around on the line of scrimmage. Give other guys a rest. Plays a lot outside tackle. Let's go. Let's do it. Clemson Tigers, KJ Henry. We really have done well in terms of stockpiling picks. And now just hoping that some of these players pan out. Keandre Coburn, interior defender. It's funny because we went into this draft of like, don't really need to improve the defense all that much. But you draft who's there and who's available to you. Keandre Coburn. Short arms, less than ideal. Okay. I mean, nose tackle build though. This is what I like. Like I 340 pounds with ease. Let's do it like this for, for the Patriots. 
good fit. And now we're going to have a pretty steep drop off in terms of waiting for teams to pick here. We're going another 35 or so picks. Plowing through. And we'll look for value. Wide receiver. Oh, beautiful. Jalen Moreno Cropper. He's fallen in another draft that we've done. We have Davis Allen at tight end, which would be a nice boost to the offense as well. We could go with a, a guard, Chandler Zavala. And we got a lot of picks coming up here. So happy to see a lot of players dropping here. We'll go ADP value. So we'll start with Jalen Moreno Cropper. We've taken three wide receivers. I don't really care. The goal is to try to find someone who's going to pan out. We did lose the guard though, Chandler Zavala. A little bit unfortunate there. Maybe I could have been smarter about that in hindsight, but it is what it is. I like another tight end option as well. Hunter Henry didn't have the greatest year altogether. Davis Allen from Clemson coming over. 192 here. Jared Clark has fallen. Interior defender. I like that. Can Juice Scruggs, I think he's a true and true center, unfortunately. If he could play some guard. Although, you know what? David Andrews isn't getting any... Uh, yeah, he's played all of center. David Andrews isn't getting any younger either. Addressing the O-line. Luke Haggard. This would be a decent pick as well. Played all of left tackle in college. All right, let's go Luke Haggard here. I like that. And then we'll have our final pick at 210. See who's available and let PFF radar draft. Juice Scruggs is still there, leaning towards him right now. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and take Juice Scruggs. All right, I'll be interested to see how they they rate this draft. So we got to go through another 50 picks here to finish it off. Um, I didn't tackle their need of quarterback which in my opinion is not a true need. It's a nice to have. This was a long draft. We had a ton of picks to do here. It's going to take a while to grade this one, I think. All right, here we go. Not a huge fan of Breezy. Well, B plus, good rating. But most of the other picks that we've been hitting on have been A's in the first round. Again, I think this is a disagreement on the interior defender. But scrolling down, was there anything that they vehemently disagreed with? They did not like Keandre Coburn here. But overall, an A+. Plus. Five drafts, three A-pluses, two A's. Continuing to put in work. If an NFL front office wants to hire me, I'm out here. I'm available to be hired. New England Patriots fans, let me know how you think I did. If you would have done something completely different, let me know in the comments. If you do enjoy these videos, please smash that like button. It does help people find them here on YouTube. Also, if you're not subscribed to Forward Progress, make sure you do subscribe. Hit that bell button for notifications. One of these is coming out every day for a different team in the NFL. We'll get through every single one of them leading up to draft day. And we're going to get some guests in here as well to draft for their favorite teams 
as we get closer to the draft. This has been the New England Patriots on the clock here on Forward Progress, a part of the Hammer Betting Network. I'll catch everyone tomorrow. Peace. Peace.